Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Lounge Radio Show, where we expose the myths of entrepreneurship and release the weight of it all. Real people, real issues, and real talk with expert solutions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show as we welcome our host, Alicia Brown, the Joy Guru. This is Alicia Brown, the Joy Guru, and host for the Entrepreneur's Lounge radio show and podcast. And the message I have today may be a little bit out of the box for some of you, but actually that's the entire point. You know, so often when it comes to business and being a creative, some of us just refuse to think outside the box. We get caught in these, this is the way it's supposed to be done. This is the way that everyone else is doing it. And this is what we know. So we go with what we know. And then we do all of this planning and we get completely confused in the actual art of what we are supposed to be producing. So I wanted to come with this quick CEO talk to sort of get some of you out of that mindset and get back to the fruit of what you're actually supposed to be creating. And one of the areas I wanna discuss when it comes to that today is audiobooks. Okay, so here it is. For those of you, maybe this is the first time hearing this episode, I am the owner of Fruition Publishing Concierge Services. I work primarily with authors and those who want to know how to use the power of their message and create profitable platforms. So most people uh, connect with me because they want to publish a book or they need an editor and they want information about that. But one of the things that I want to talk about in particular today and use the example of is audiobooks. Now, most of you know that Audible, which is owned by Amazon, um, is, is, is a major, major competitor. It's probably some place that people think exclusively when it comes to purchasing audiobooks, which are great. But do you have to have your audiobook through them? And the reason I'm using this example is because it's a great analogy for us in business, period. So with Audible, they have their requirements of how you upload them. They have your requirements on how you're going to record them. Um, So just like a book, depending on what system you use for distribution and publishing, there's requirements. There's different things, parameters you have to fulfill in order to use that particular system. And of course, there are industry standards. So if you want to play by the industry, if you have certain plans that require those industry standards or that industry recognition, then by all means, you're going to follow that. But here's something that the big boys do that often people don't study or people don't pay attention to. What a lot of people start doing when everybody was selling ebooks and everybody was going through the EPUB or the Mobi files, if you guys are not familiar with that, that's okay. That's a developer thing on the back end. But people were going with this particular ebook type format so they could upload to these systems, whether their book was being sold and distributed through Amazon or uh, BarnesandNobles.com or wherever traditionally ebooks are sold. But then there's this other change that happened. People start selling ebooks through their personal website, but they were actually PDFs, which meant you could get the copy, the electronic copy, which an ebook is, you can get that electronic copy right now. 
that you could download from your computer the minute you paid them and have full access to that book. Now, since most people are looking at it through some type of um, platform, like maybe their iPad, maybe their phone, they have a, a ebook reader, what was really the difference? That was ingenious. And what these people started doing was cut out that middleman, even though the middleman represented the industry standard, they had specifics for that book they had. Not just the additional profits they would gain by cutting out the middleman, but also a lot of those books were connected to a particular program. The program was the high ticket offer. So what these people start doing is not even let you distribute their book through the traditional channels. Why? It wasn't really a financial strategy as far as they didn't want to share money or share profits with the middleman. Of course, that was a bonus if they did it themselves, but also because they knew that if you purchased this book, they want your information. If you bought the book on Amazon or you bought the book through some of these um, traditional distribution systems, they got a portion of your money, but they didn't get your email address. They didn't get your name. They didn't get the things to help build their email list where they could continue to keep in contact with you. So they decided since the main high ticket offer uh, was a program or something that book was the perfect complement to, what they did was just say, hey, you want it? You go directly to my site. Because even if you use traditional distribution, they still had to market their own book. So they had to go on these different places as part of their marketing to connect with people. So if in the end, you're going to go to their website anyway, they figured, let me build my email list. Let me get your information. Let you purchase it directly from me. And then I can give you some upsells. And you've seen it. You've seen it where they said, I'm giving away this book for free. And you just pay $7.99 for shipping. And a lot of those now, when you click on it, it says get the ebook or get the book, they're giving you that electronic copy right there, that PDF copy. That's why they're doing what they do. Now, some would balk at that and go, well, why wouldn't they just offer it on Amazon? They have other books up there, but not that one. Because they knew they wanted to sell you into that higher ticket offer. Maybe they had a conference coming up. Maybe they had a program or several programs that could accompany that. Maybe they had coaching services. But what they did know is whatever the higher ticket offer was, they could not afford to not get your information. For them having your email information and name and that means to constantly communicate with you was far more valuable than whatever proceeds they would get still heavily marketing that book if it was available through the traditional distribution methods. So look at your business. You don't have to be an author. You don't have to be a publisher. But whatever is your business, whatever you're the CEO of, is there a way you need to do th things differently? And I know in the beginning I said the audiobook is the same concept. Right now, the main uh, provider for audiobooks is Amazon's Audible. But who is to say you can't record your own audiobook and develop your own system where people could go straight to your website, pay the fee for whatever it is, and they could listen? Because if you're doing it by Audible standards, or whatever mainstream traditional audiobook provider there is, you have to have certain expenses. There's not just the quality of that recording, but there's also certain parameters in order to do that. 
certain pauses, certain things you have to say at the end of a chapter, certain things you have to say at the beginning of the chapter. And while that guidance is good for creating audiobooks, what if you want to do the same thing that people did with traditional books and, and ebooks? What if you want that person's information? What if you want to be able to continue the conversation? What if you want to invite that reader after they've had that experience to listen to your book, um, read your book? If you have a special coaching program or special one-on-one for your readers, what if you want to continue that dialogue? You can't do that if you go by the traditional methods because you'll get your portion of the profits and revenue, but you'll never get their email address and that information. And everyone's not going to follow you and everyone's not going to go to your um, website and actually be part of your email list. The best time is when they make that first contact with you and they're ready to buy. They'll almost give you any information because think about it. They're giving you their credit card or whatever payment information right there. So that's the time where half the time they don't think anything of giving you an email address. That's what you want. You want more information about your customer you can control than the big boys doing it. So I give you those analogies today to say in your business, how do you need to think outside the box and change things differently? Because Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of these social media things are free. These platforms are absolutely free. Why? Because they know the value of getting these people's personal information from email to phone numbers to name to birth date to that is more valuable to them than what they actually do there. And if you don't believe me, that's why these companies are multi-million and multi-billion dollar companies. The wealth is in their email list, not necessarily their service. And if that is true for the big boys, it's even more so true for you the small business owner. So thank you for listening to this episode. I'm very much focused as the creator of this program for you to be thinking of things outside the box to doing your business. Am I saying to sacrifice quality? No. Am I saying to sacrifice your investment and we're just going to do the cheap route or the bootstrap uh, route in order for you to make more money? I'm not saying that at all. You always want to put quality and added value at the forefront of anything you offer your potential clients or customers. However, you don't want to be sewed into these traditional programs that you don't look at the value of your business and consider the best option for you continue to add and grow and scale your entity. That's very important. And you better believe that the big boys are thinking about that. And so do you. So this is Alicia Brown, CEO of Fruition Publishing Concierge Services, as well as the creator of the Entrepreneur's Lounge radio show and podcast. As always, you can follow me personally at my speaker's website, thejoyguru.net, as well as my business website, which is fruitionpublishing.com. If you're looking to monetize your expertise, especially through book publishing or promotion and media, we now have a magazine that will be debuting this year. Make sure you check us out at fruitionpublishing.com. Until next time. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Entrepreneur's Lounge, where we expose the myths of entrepreneurship and release the weight of it all.
Real people, real issues, and real talk with expert solutions. Make sure you stay tuned to our Facebook page and thejoyguru.net for show updates, announcements, and to learn how you can be a guest on our show.